you are listening to the wild soul podcast a podcast for the wild ones join me your host queen namaste as we embark on a journey to find our true north and our own unique path from wild inspired conversations to searching for life's hidden gems and meanings with a little dash of crazy in between because really who doesn't want to dance to the beat of their own drum What up, Soul Fam? How's it going? Welcome to the Wild Soul Podcast. I am your host, Queen Namaste, and this is the podcast where we talk about all things wild. And today we have a wild episode for you. I have a returning guest, Bailey Frey. She is an amazing soul sister who is following her truth. And her first episode is vastly different from this one. So go ahead and take a listen back to see how far she has come. And we talk a lot about today um, about coming out as a bisexual woman and the avenue of OnlyFans and how that has gone popular in 2020 and how Bailey's journey has stumbled into that arena and everything that goes with it, all the shaming and all of the opinions and noise. So if you're interested in learning more about OnlyFans, if you are a woman, this is the podcast for you. And if you like this episode, please feel free to rate, review, share, subscribe, take a screenshot of the episode, share it to your social media, tag at the Wild Soul Podcast. It helps me more than you know. Love and appreciate you so much. Let's get into Bailey's story right now. But I mean, how cute are we listening to episode 32 two years ago? How much has changed? Dude. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> so I just went, yeah, I just went back to it and listened, like kind of like listened to a bit and then like skipped like and like listened to like little parts of it. Yeah. And uh, I don't even, I don't even know her anymore wild like she feels like a lifetime ago it's so weird we lived like five lives in 2020 so that's true yeah and it's funny funny that I actually said in that episode too I was like I feel like in the last year I've lived like five years of my life and that's so funny because I feel like that's kept happening since then like I feel like every month goes by is like four months in one and it's just I feel like yeah lots lots has happened since that episode which was August 2019 wasn't it yeah I thought a different spot for me too as well so it's just like it's it's funny listening back to stuff (laughs) and where you were and like I'm so excited to have this conversation now because you've done a complete 180 awesome like oh my gosh just... oh my gosh okay I, do, I don't even know like I don't think anything could be more different literally so many things I'm so excited to talk about it okay for one you were you're yeah. something different career-wise uh for two yeah. you're um not with your boyfriend anymore um yeah also made a post about your sexuality which you can talk about too like just yeah things so Bailey welcome back to the wild soul podcast 
Thank you. I'm so excited. We have so much to dive into. Oh my God. Okay. Where do you want to start? Well, I always ask, actually, I just, I'll just do it how I always do. Who are, who is Bailey? Who are you now in 2021, Miss Bailey? <laughs> oh, oh, bitch. I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> who is Bailey in 2021? Well, she's a different bitch than 2019 Bailey. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Holy. Um, who am I now? I feel like I am such a, like, so much more of an evolved human now. And I don't know. Like, I can label the, off the things that I have attached to who I am, like, my, like, the things I do and the things I like and what I, you know, all of that stuff. But, like, who am I actually? I just am like so much more myself, honestly. Like I'm the most myself now than I ever have been. And that's really interesting, especially like listening back to the last episode. I just, it's like seeing like your little sister and being like, ah, like they're so cute, but they're so young and naive and like they don't know anything. <laughs> that's how I feel now but well yeah you're still still young aren't you how old are you remind me again I'm still only 23 now (laughs) 23 oh yeah yeah I know so now again when we do this in another year and a half I'm gonna look back and be like oh she was so cute you know Yeah, so when you say um, I'm more myself than I've ever been before, like what what do you mean by that? Were you pretending to be someone you weren't two years ago, or what's the story there? Um, I don't feel that I was necessarily pretending to be somebody I wasn't. I think I was really just trying to figure out who I was, and I was definitely on my way to figuring that out. And I it's still gonna be like a lifelong process I'm still learning new things about myself all the time and I'm still super young so it's going to continue to happen that way but um yeah I just really didn't know a lot about myself and I thought I did which is funny (laughs) and now I'm like oh I think I know so much about myself but now I'm gonna be like I didn't um yeah I don't know I just feel like I was really like navigating what I wanted to do and who I wanted to show up as and all of that sort of stuff and now I feel like I'm like a lot more clear on that and yeah I just feel like my relationship with myself is vastly different now than it was back then relationship with self and I feel that's so important especially what we all went through collectively last year and are continuing to go through now it's not ended (laughs) and and where we live in the world they're saying like for those of you who are listening wherever you are uh, in Canada they're saying uh yeah until further notice just hang at home stay with your your six your quote-unquote your your quote-unquote safe six and uh, we don't know when this is gonna end so yeah have a good time (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, have a good time (laughs) try to have a good time yeah so 
wild in that regard. It's like, okay, yeah. okay, okay, we're not supposed to be hanging out with people, so better like yourself. <laughs> better get to know yourself on a whole another level. Better like yourself, or you're gonna have a really shit time, honestly. <laughs> you're not gonna have fun. Uh, yeah, so how, I mean, yeah, how was like the last year for you? Because that's where stuff really started to change, right? 2020, or was it before? <laughs> <laughs> when uh, honestly, all I can do is laugh when people ask me like stuff about I don't know, I just get so fucking funny because my life I, literally nothing in my life is the same as it was a year ago and it's just so weird to like when people ask me like how was 2020 like what you know what happened like bitch everything happened like where do you want to start <laughs> let's, let's everything get into happened. it everything happened okay well, let's see if I can everything happened you stopped coaching you took your jeep in you freaking had to like move in with your parents right move into your okay. break up with okay. your partner like just give me all of it <laughs> just all of it so let's try to do the cliff notes version because this could be a second long uh, lengthy one yeah. but basically beginning of last year January is when I decided that I had to call it quits in my business because it wasn't working and I wasn't making enough money and I was just getting myself more and more into debt and it just wasn't I just had to get like come to terms with the fact that this just is not what I need to be doing right now. And like, it's okay to be like, okay, we need to do something else. Um, so, and that's so funny that like, and I listened back to the episode and I said in the episode, literally my worst fear is like having to get a job again. And guess what happened? I had to fucking get a job again and work for someone else. And I got a job um doing house cleaning so my ego took a fucking absolute like crater of a hit like just fucking destroyed I don't think there was anything left of my ego after all that so like like I go from being this person in my head of like this girl who's like boss babe running her own business from home drives a sick jeep like you know, does whatever she wants, like, as this, like, I had this whole image of myself in my head, and then that all came crashing down around me, I had to sell my Jeep, because I couldn't afford it, um, and I got a house cleaning job, which I didn't like at all, I hate cleaning as it is, and let alone other people's shit, um, and yeah, I had to get a like just an average like whatever car again and I just like this this like identity that I had kind of just came crumbling down around me and I felt like I was left with like the bare bones kind of thing and then I was like okay well if I don't have all these things and I'm not this person then who am I and I fell into like a state of depression for like a couple of months it was like brief but like I've experienced depression before and it's not a fun time it's really hard um so yeah I was depressed for a bit like really had no interest in, in anything at all and was just like what the fuck just happened like I went from having this like really awesome year of me like working 
for myself from home and like doing all these cool things and going to LA. Like in the last episode, I literally said, like, I'm going to LA next week. Things are going to turn around for me, like all this stuff. And it just didn't happen like that. And I just did not ever see myself like getting to that place where now I felt like I had lost everything and was starting from square one and basically had to rebuild who I was and who I wanted to be because I no longer was that other person. Um, so that's when I kind of, that's when I discovered Reiki and started going to energy healing. And that's when I started like, I remember this like this day, like this, this was when I had like pivotal moment where like things really started to turn around for me. Um, I was feeling like so awful coming home from working, like cleaning someone's house. Um, I was crying. I'm like feeling so down about myself, like so depressed and just like awful, <laughs> like not a good time. I'm crying in my car. I just had this moment of being like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? I have so much potential. I have like an amazing life outside of like all these things that happened. Um, like I have so much opportunity around me. I like, I just started thinking of like all the things that I have that other people don't have. And I was like, why am I so like upset about this? Or like, why am I so stuck on this? And it's one thing to like, let yourself feel those feelings and go through it and all of that. But I was really holding on to it. And I was like, you know what? That's it. Like, I have to do something. I have to get myself out of this. Like, I don't like being depressed. It fucking sucks. Like, I want to be happy again. So I just had like this moment in my car of me just like, I had to like pull over because I'm crying so hard. And me just like being like, I just like threw my head back on the headrest and just like looked up and just was like, fucking help me. Like someone help me because I can't do this on my own anymore. Like it's too much. And I was just like a mess, like just sobbing. But that was like my pivotal moment where I was like, <sighs> that was where I stopped trying to do it all by myself. Mm. And that's where I like started to reach out for help. And I, and before this, I was not someone who ever reached out for help or ever even told my friends that I was having a bad day or like ever was, you know, like I was always the person that people would come to me like for help. Like I was never the person to go to anybody for help. So I started asking for help and I started going to Reiki and I started getting healing and you know all that stuff and it kind of just spiraled from there I ended up getting another job a better job that I actually had interest in and that was a way better fit for me for the time being and things just kind of started to look up from there I like slowly kind of crawled out of my depression really didn't take me long which I was actually like quite um impressed with myself I guess about, or I don't really know how to put that. I was pleasantly surprised, I guess, that I was able to get out of it so quickly and grateful that I did. But um, yeah, and then I don't know, think, I just really like dove deep into myself and just started 
like working on myself because I realized that I had all these ego issues, obviously. And um, (laughs) obviously, I'm like, the girl who drives the white Jeep. Yeah, okay, that's an identity I don't need to have. Cool. Um, (laughs) Like, like, uh, that's fucking important. Okay, sure. Um, Yeah, so anyway, I just really started to dive into myself and um just started to kind of like scrape up the pieces and put it back together but like put myself back together in a way that was like more sustainable and stronger than before because like my identity being like put like together I guess before was pieced together based on things that were like really easily like destroyable obviously because that happened um shit yeah exactly like things that didn't really have any substance or things that didn't really matter um so yeah I really focused on putting the pieces back together but in a way that was actually going to like be I don't know even how to put that into words that was going to be like sustainable long term and like benefit me and like only support me and not be like a glass house Mm -hmm. if somebody threw a rock at it everything would shatter right Mm -hmm. so yeah um the summer kind of was well it was a COVID summer, so not super fun, but, um, (laughs) I still can't even believe it. Um, yeah, but, like, things kind of were somewhat, like, not so crazy. I don't know. They were fine. Like, I got that new job in, like, February, whatever, and then, um, I really just dove deep into working on myself, going to Reiki, like, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, so, and, like, end of summer rolls around, and that's kind of when shit started hitting the fan, but in the best way possible, um, things just started happening. Um, first thing that was really like a massive turning point for me was deciding to end my relationship, which I did in September, middle of September. How that long, was... How long were you guys together for? Um, like two and a half years. Cool. Yeah. So that was a lot. Um, and yeah, reason, that was super hard. The reason why you ended it was because you were doing all this work on yourself and like distinguishing yourself from your ego and you just realized that this wasn't serving you anymore. You weren't in alignment. Um, I think the best way to put it, honestly, and like so many, obviously so many people have asked me about like, why did I end it and stuff? Like, especially right when it happened, because people are like, well, I thought you guys were great. Like what happened? Um, and I think it's funny that people ask what happened when a relationship ends, because like nothing has to happen in order for you to decide. Yeah. But anyway, (laughs) um, the best way to put it is that we were a really good match when we first got together. And two and a half years later, I was a very different person. And we just didn't grow 
together. And I was committed to my own growth. And all I wanted to do was like, dive deep and like, really go for it and grow as a person. And um, I just didn't see us doing that together. So yeah, I made a really hard decision to say no to that relationship so that I could say yes to my relationship with myself. Because at that point, our, like my relationship with him was taking away from the relationship I could have had with myself because I didn't know how to have both until I didn't, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I totally relate to that on so many levels because like through all my 20s, like, I'm in my last year of my 20s. So four months from now, I'll be 30. But like my whole 20s, fuck, my whole 20s, I was like in a serial, serial monogamist or whatever you can call you that. I was single yeah. for six months out of my 20s when I was like, I'm not even sure. I think your age, 22, 23. No, even before that, 21. And yeah, and then it wasn't until 2020 of March where I was like, okay, you need to be on your fucking own, bitch. <laughs> like, you need to learn what self-love is all about. You need to learn what boundaries are about. You just need to learn what it's like to be alone and not having to depend on anybody else but yourself. And it was a, you know, you obviously know it's, it's a hard lesson, but a good one. And I feel like everybody needs that kind of rite of passage. And I know a lot of people don't experience that. And a part of me, it's like their own soul journey, obviously everyone's on different paths, but I, there's a part of me that feels sad for those people that feel that they, they can't be on their own. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like we're all going we all came in to this place alone. We all go out alone too, you know? <laughs> like We're all up in this bitch alone. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we also are never really alone. Like we're all connected together. And it's, but I feel very confident in saying that like when I'm physically alone, I know I'm not alone. And I feel presence of like my angels, my guides, like people around me, but it's being, we're so focused on the material stuff or have been up until this point with this world and this 3d reality it's like hey let's like let's pass through this veil the barrier that has been like keeping us stuck here and i think that's part of what covid was all about too Mm. you know like breaking down all these structures of what we thought it was or is what we think we need to be doing who we need to be being Mm -hmm. i think also like with the whole like just being used to being with like people all the time and not knowing how to like give that kind of attention to yourself too I like definitely was that person before where I was like I don't know if I can be alone like I'm kind of scared to be alone I don't know how like I've had a boyfriend uh forever pretty much since I was like 15 and I've only been single for like a couple of months maybe here and there and like in between and that's it like I've never really been alone and I 
didn't realize how happy I could be by myself. And I also didn't ever realize, like, I just never thought that I could give myself the kind of, like, love and attention that another person could give me when in reality I give myself more than anybody else can give me now. So, yeah, I mean, if that's that's you, if you're somebody who has just always been in relationships and thought that they could never be alone, like, you don't even know what's in store for you. It's It's so good. It's so (laughs) It's so fun. I was hating it at the beginning but now I'm like yo (laughs) and I have this in my head I'm like don't settle and like some people are like yo your expectations are so high but like so if that means me being alone for like 20 years I'm cool with that like you know what I mean I am totally fine call me a spinster with my two cats but it's like you you need to like meet me at the level that I would like you to meet me at and I will do the same so cheers to that yeah (laughs) tip my water (laughs) cheers to that Mm. yeah I agree I I don't I get that a lot now i people are like oh you're you have really high standards I'm like oh that's sad that you think that like <laughs> you must have low, yeah you must have low standards or when people are like oh but like your relationship like seemed fine like it was good like you, nothing was wrong I'm like yeah nothing was wrong but it just wasn't right mm-hmm. like just because nothing's wrong doesn't mean it's right yeah that's some that's a that's a lesson I learned out of that one for sure and also the not the whole not settling thing like if it's not a hundred percent yes absolutely like this is it then it's no yeah and that 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 attitude with everything now in life like I'm just gonna say like, <laughs> say that with everything that you do is it not a hell yes it's a nope see you later next like nope see you later not good enough sorry bye <laughs> career everything <laughs> <laughs> everything bye everything bye so um <laughs> I don't even know I can like segue into this but I'm, I know probably people are very interested as am I because mm-hmm. because in 2020 people were kind of losing their shit and then um OnlyFans got really popular <laughs> <laughs> yes um you have joined the crew of ladies who are doing that and I know there's a ton mm-hmm. of mixed um thoughts and emotions on that subject and I think especially with with women too uh, I feel women have more of an issue with it than men do which is interesting to me and I want to know your experience about like how it's been going and what made you want to do it in the first place and what you got to say to all these people Okay, well, this could be its whole a whole episode in itself. Yes, so we'll just we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll keep it somewhat brief. Um, 
Okay. First, what do I have to what, say about OnlyFans? We will start with what made you want to do it. Okay. Yeah. Let's start there. Um, so I've been hearing about it for like months and months and months. And I'd been thinking about it while I was still in my previous relationship, but uh, that would not have, that would not fly like at all. I brought it up like many times, but it was not going to fly. Um, which in hindsight now I'm like, I should have just done it anyway. Cause who the fuck can tell me what to do but anyway um <laughs> besides the point um yeah so I'd been thinking about it for a while I'd seen a lot of girls on um TikTok like posting like oh if you're thinking about doing OnlyFans like do it I've made that much money like blah 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 and so this it just kept coming up and I just at first was like well first of all let's fucking rewind a hot second because I used to judge the shit out of girls doing stuff like that. Like, I used to be so judgmental about, like, I don't know, everything. Strippers, porn stars, girls doing OnlyFans, even girls, like, honing it out on Instagram. Like, you know, like, it just everything made me so uncomfortable, which kind of rolls into the probably the next thing we're going to talk about is because I was so uncomfortable with my own sexuality that I other people's sexuality made me uncomfortable you know so that's a whole nother thing but yeah I used to be super like judgy and then I don't know I kind of well through like my own like breaking down my own walls and barriers and stuff and like diving deeper into myself I, I kind of just like gained this new perspective on women who um like women who do sex work really because that's what it is um and I just really got a new perspective and kind of now just see it as like it's work like you can do it legally like you know <laughs> most of it um and <laughs> like what I'm doing is legal anyway and there, I don't there's just I don't know like I just my perspective on it now is that I'm sexualized all the time like all the time as a young woman as an attractive young woman as someone who goes to the gym often I'm just you know I'm always getting creeped on and I might as well make some fucking money off of it, you know? If it's going to happen anyway, I, you might as well pay me for it, right? Working so, got it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So that's my perspective now. It's like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's just another form of work. Like, <laughs> it's like, what, like, what's the fucking big deal? Like, it's not hurting anyone. It's not illegal. Like, you're providing someone with a service that they're willing to pay for so like I don't know it's like and the the people who seem to have a like problem with it and I've honestly come across more men that have a problem with it than women from my experience anyway um the people who really have a problem with it or like seem to or like express that they have some sort of thoughts about it um are usually the ones that only watch free porn and are 
and uh like you're you're not willing to pay for it but you still like you're a consumer and you still participate in the sex work industry you just aren't willing to pay for it and as soon as like it seems like and there's always there's always the dudes who are asking you for nudes for free you know like they're 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 those dudes you know (laughs) that like I don't know what it is about once there's money involved and once like women are actually getting paid for this that's when they have an issue it's just so funny to me hey fam guess what the wild soul podcast has a new sponsor that is right the wild soul podcast is brought to you by bright future bright future is a canadian company that makes all natural premium quality microdosing products their products are designed to stimulate focus creativity energy and boost your mood while decreasing stress and inflammation in the body if you're looking for something that'll help you feel and function better, Bright Future's got you covered. Check them out on Instagram at get.brightfuture and on their website, getbrightfuture.co. Use the code WILDSOUL15 for 15% off at checkout. Happy microdosing. It's hilarious to me too. Like, so fucking funny. Excuse my friend. It, it's like... Yeah, I think there's like, from my experience, there's two groups of people who are not okay with it. Number one, the other women who are so uncomfortable with their own bodies and their own sexualities that they just don't know how to handle it and it like triggers them. And then number two, the men who are not okay with you getting paid for stuff that they want for free. Like, I don't know. Like, sorry, bitch, you ain't getting shit. But if you want to give me money, sure. Yeah, it's so interesting how that changes it because I had this discussion too. Like, I'm just going to get like real, like nitty gritty right now, whatever. Like, I don't even care. (laughs) So, (laughs) such a, my ex, I don't care. It's going to be a funny story, but it's like my ex, (laughs) who I was with for four years, like during, quarantine you know how people are like oh yeah like end of the world like everything fucked like you're calling your ex and shit and then um he's like oh yeah like do you want to like you know come over and like have sex and shit and I'm like <laughs> I'm like yeah if you pay me and he's like what <laughs> and he's like yo we broke up for a reason I'm like not attracted to you anymore like you know, do you, like, you want to pay me? And he's like, are you fucking serious? What the fuck? I'm not going to pay you for sex, Shannon. Like, I don't get it. And it's like, dude, like, why not? Like, I don't understand what the deal is. Like, but it's like, no, they will never, ever, ever pay for sex. Like, they're just going to get it for free. But it's like, basically how I see it as too. It's like, guys aren't kind. They are paying like even when we're dating they're paying for sex just not in opposite ways they're not giving us straight mm-hmm. cash but they're buying us flowers they're buying us dinner yeah they're taking us yeah out, doing stuff it's like totally tomato tomato people like come on really <laughs> <laughs> like are you awake and seeing what's going to happen because like this is the oldest industry in the book like freaking way back in yeah the day. like sex work has been around forever and it's like i don't believe that we should shame Totally. people are doing it safe and healthy like and why does it matter to you what someone's freaking doing behind closed doors like, exactly like i i it, everything i'm doing is like completely legal and covid safe so what what's your problem like i'm literally sit here in my room by myself 
Like, who cares? Like, what's it to you? You know, why are you so bothered? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's when people got to point that finger right back at themselves. Is I, I totally. the other day, it's like when you point a finger, like you're pointing the finger, but then you've got these three fingers pointing right back. Yeah. At you. So it's like if you're doing the judging and you're like pointing the finger, it's like triple times right back at you. It's like deal with yep. the that you're projecting out. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So that's been a really good um, exercise in not taking people's uh, thoughts and words personally. Um, and yeah, just really like not this really like not caring what people think anymore, like really actually not caring. And you know what? It's one thing to say like I don't care what anybody thinks but it's really actually super hard to literally not care like how many times have you been literally sit how many times am I gonna say fucking literally in this sentence holy shit how many times have you been blasting your music in your car singing super loud jamming out dancing like head bombing like everything like going hard in the paint in your car and you pull up to a red light and there's someone parked beside you and you stop I used to stop I don't anymore what like why because you care with that that person doesn't even know you no and they're having a shit time in traffic it's so funny I literally wave at people and it like freaks them out <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> or like when someone honks at me I'll do that too I'll go right past them and then I'll be like hey and wave and smile and it like pisses people off even more it's yeah. so awesome it's like yeah I, I agree people we do and I do catch myself we do I'm being like oh, fuck, like why do I care about this person why they what they think why yeah <laughs> totally it's even like even in little things like that it's like even if you think that you don't care what people think like maybe you don't care about certain things or certain people but like saying I don't care what anyone thinks of me is a really big statement and it's actually a lot harder than what it seems because we're conditioned to care what people think of us yeah we are so that's been a bit really big like lesson in like letting things go and actually just not ha not like needing to control what people think about me or say about me mm -hmm. especially like like the people who don't who I don't know it's not really a big deal to me. Like, it's easy to let that go. But it's the people who, like, I know that have, like, said things, like, acquaintances or whatever. Then I'm kind of like, eh, whatever, say what you want. But even more difficult, like, family. <laughs> I was going to say, like, your, your family knows, right? And how has that been? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's... It's been interesting. Uh, nobody's said anything directly to me, of course, but my mom, my mom's been super, super supportive, like weirdly supportive, actually. Like it's funny. She's, she's great. But yeah, I have a lot of family who doesn't get it. Well, first of all, they don't even know what it is. They think I'm doing things that I'm really not. Um, which even if I was doing those things, 
what the fuck does it matter um but yeah it's been interesting like them just not getting it and not like I don't know them just having like judgments and opinions and nobody coming to me and asking me about them like on both on like both sides of my account like everywhere it's like (laughs) coming from everywhere and I thought that that would be harder for me like knowing that they don't approve of what I'm doing and like having judgments and like conversations behind my back and all that good stuff but I just (laughs) really don't take things personally anymore like I know that it's really not about me it's about them like I said the people who are bothered by it are people who are uncomfortable with themselves or don't understand or you know whatever it is like it doesn't really matter what it is but ultimately it's not it has nothing to do with me mm-hmm. so if they want to think those things or be that way about it that's fine and I also really big lesson specifically with family and this whole situation with only fans and all that um has been to not put expectations on other people especially like expecting them to handle situations the same way I would Mm. because it's just not gonna happen (laughs) um and if I place expectations on people like that I would be left very disappointed and very hurt and all that but now because of all of the like work I've done around that like I just don't it's like it's okay because I never had an expectation on them anyway so it doesn't hurt me like they don't get to like I don't let people hurt me because I don't like have expectations for them (laughs) so yeah I think it's a it's a kind of a interesting sticky kind of topic and subject but I don't know people ask me a lot like what does your family think what does your dad think like what does your mom think like what do they have to say about it and it's like well it doesn't really matter like if they if they want to support me and like you know be there for me and like ask me about it like I'm like super open obviously I post it everywhere like I'm not trying to keep a secret mm-hmm. um but if they don't get it and they don't understand and they don't and they can't talk about it because they don't know how you know like that's okay too yeah, and it's the, it's not your job to make them understand either. Exactly. And yeah, I, I I choose not to spend my energy worrying about like what they're saying or thinking of me because that doesn't help me at all. No, that's sad a little bit though that like family just can't support family. Like expectations, what you were just saying are totally. so 
when people have, you know, unexpected things that it just leads to disappointment on so many levels. And it's like, it's hard to say, oh, no expectations. I don't want to have any expectations. I feel like it's human nature sometimes that we have expectations of people and situations and especially relationship dynamics as well. But it's like, I, I expect mm. that my parents are going to be supportive <laughs> and no matter what I do. And the reality is like, if I did OnlyFans, I'm not sure if they would be supportive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's a interesting, like, dilemma, I guess. It is interesting, yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I thought it would be harder to deal with than it is. Well, that's good then. Because, yeah, like, it's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. I'm like, uh, it doesn't upset me because I just like, I don't know. I just put, try to like put myself in their shoes. Like they don't understand what it is. They don't like have the communication skills to like be able to talk to me about it, you know? So like, that's okay. I don't need, like, I don't need them to. I'm good by myself. Like I don't need my family to approve of me or support me like I've got myself like I'm yes. fine yeah <laughs> fine. and how is that freaking you know second stream of income treating yeah <laughs> it's treating me great um That's awesome. yeah that I mean that like goes back to like the reason why I started it I was like well I might as well make some money off of like my looks while well, I have them right like mm-hmm. while well, I got them they're not gonna not gonna be here forever so I might as well make some money I'm feeling that over here yep. <laughs> for myself yep. yeah and I've like got a good amount of debt from all the bullshit I did last year so and now like I that I have like this second basically second full-time income like I have two full-time incomes right now I'm actually able to put like quite a lot of money towards my debt which is like I wouldn't be able to do without it so I'm like super glad I did it I'm super grateful for OnlyFans like it's been great so I mean obviously there's downsides to it too like don't get me wrong it's not like all sunshine and rainbows but I don't know like I just I like wish I started it sooner oh shit (laughs) I wish I did it sooner like whatever I just I I don't know I struggled with starting it at first because I was like really caring what people thought of me for sure like that was a big hurdle because at first I was I so I created a new name for it so it's not my name because I was gonna keep it like I was gonna do it anonymously which you can do um and I wasn't gonna like post it publicly or anything um and so I like toyed with the idea of just like putting it like public and stuff because I knew I'd obviously make a lot more money being public because then I could share it on my page and all that stuff right um and I was like I don't know like what if like all the things what if this what if that what if what do people say about me like what if I don't know 
people, one of my family finds out, well, that happened and I'm still alive. So it's fine. Um, (laughs) like what if like 20 years down the road or like 40 years down the road, whatever, my kids are like grandkids, like dig up these old like content and like photos and stuff. And like, am I going to be upset? And like, that was kind of the deciding thing for me. Like I sat myself down in my head many times and been like, if this comes back up in 40 years or whatever, am I going to like, how am I going to feel about it? And the truth is like, it's not embarrassing to me. Like it's not like, my phone battery is uh, not doing good. Um, It's not like, I'm going to look back and be like, yeah, I was a hot bitch and I made a lot of money. Like what (laughs) the fuck's wrong with that? Like, there's literally nothing wrong with that. I don't know. So, yeah, then I was like, fuck it. We're going public. I posted it on everything. And yeah, I've made like quite a lot of money. So, I'm not mad. Um, but if you're listening and you're curious, just uh, send me a DM and we can chat about it more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know so many people have questions and they're like, how do you do it? Like, all this stuff. Like, yeah, I was going to gonna ask, like, what would be, like, your three tips for someone, like, wanting to do it? Like, if you had any tips or, like, any advice for them? Totally. Um, tips for OnlyFans. Well, first of all, make sure you actually really want to do it. And even if you do try to do it anonymously, you have to be okay with the fact that it might get out and people might find out. Like, that's just the way it goes you know um so you just have to be okay with it and own it because it's not that big of a deal and if people make it a big deal they don't need to be in your life sorry bye um (laughs) so yeah you just have to really commit honestly and like just owning it and being public with it I think is like the best way to do it um and do you like do you do you post pretty like religiously like how does someone make like a thousand bucks on it like what do you post every day do you like do specific things for people if they ask like what has been your strategy totally so I've had a few strategies um currently well I don't know what do I well I've I've been posting like I post a lot to it I post like two or three times a day so it's like a part-time job like it is something to keep up with and you have to be consistent and you have to like answer your messages and like you know you have to try like you can't just like throw it up and be like I'm gonna make a thousand bucks like that's not how it works like it is work you actually do have to try um okay um yeah so you actually need to put an effort um what I did if you don't want to like post it right to your Instagram right away is I would post my Snapchat to my Instagram and then um, a bunch of dudes would add me on Snapchat and then I posted my OnlyFans to my Snapchat. So that's something you can do to like make it a bit more private if you don't want to be like, hey guys, I have an OnlyFans on your Instagram, Mm -hmm. which I soon did after that. But if you want to do it that way, that's a good way to do it to just like get people to your page. OnlyFans is not like Instagram where you can just come across people. Like it's really not like that. Like you have to be like searching for that specific person and enter in their username to find them. 
That's annoying. Um, yeah, so you have to do a lot of, like, you have, you have to do all your promotion on other platforms. Um, so that can be challenging if you don't have a social following already. Mm. And this is, like, the biggest thing I will, like, this disclaimer about OnlyFans is, like, yeah, I, like, have done really well and I've made a lot of money, like, right away and it's been great and blah, blah, blah. But I also have been active on Instagram for years and years and have a bit of a following on there already. So if you don't and you're starting from scratch, it's going to be a lot harder. So don't think that it's going to be all I'm making 5K a month right away because it's not going to be like that if you don't already have an audience for it, you know? Like, you have to find people and drive them to your page. It is work. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, like, the biggest thing. Because I do have, like, quite a few other girlfriends who do OnlyFans. And they haven't been as successful as I have because they don't have an audience for that already. So they're kind of starting from scratch. So it's going to take a lot more time, you know, to like build that up, basically. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. So there's a lot that goes into it. Other little tips. Um, I personally don't post anything nude to my feed. Um, I make people pay extra for it in messages. So I keep my like monthly subscription rate low so that more people will subscribe. And then they end up paying more because they want to see more and they have to pay more in messages. So, so like, what's, like your, what's, your monthly, I do. what's your monthly subscription rate? So everything on OnlyFans is in USD, which is kind of sick because then when you transfer it into your Canadian bank account, it's like a lot more money. But um, mine, I think right now is like $7.99, which is like quite low compared to like a lot of other girls. Um, like generally people price theirs at like 15 to 20 a month US. Um, but some other girls like post new to their page. Some girls post a lot of stuff to their page, (laughs) (laughs) which I don't do on OnlyFans. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like that's kind of like the cool thing about it is like you really get to decide where your limit is and what your boundary is and what you're willing to do and not willing to do. Um, which is really great because like there's a lot of things that I'm not willing to do and I don't want to do for people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you're able to set your own like boundary and be like, okay, this is what I offer. And you can like let people know, like I offer this, it costs this much. I offer this, it's this much, whatever. Um, And then if they ask you for like something you're not willing to do, like I just tell them like, sorry, I don't offer that. And then if they don't like it, they can fuck off. Like (laughs) the beauty of OnlyFans is like you are in control and you do what you want and that's it. So nice. that's what's great about it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. What other little tips do I have for OnlyFans? Oh, as of right now, something else, a little juicy little tip I got for you is like I currently have dating profiles on like all the dating apps 
and I link it to my Instagram. So people from dating apps find my Instagram and therefore find my OnlyFans. But you're not allowed to promote OnlyFans on like anything. Like it's really, it's quite tricky actually because Instagram's so, so strict with that kind of stuff. I've gotten a bunch of like, I've gotten posts taken down and stuff before. And they're like, we'll delete your account. It's fun time. But um, if you mix an OnlyFans, they'll delete your account. If you post anything that's like too sexual or like anything, like any, like sometimes photos of me in lingerie get taken down because it's like sexual content and it just, they're super strict. If you put your OnlyFans link in your Instagram bio, they'll like, take it down like you have to like make the link something else it's a it's a whole thing it's a whole thing I could do a whole video on this but Interesting. um yeah so you're not allowed to like make dating profiles and be like follow my OnlyFans because they'll just delete and block you from the app um <laughs> but you can put your Instagram in your dating profile so you can literally just make all the dating profiles and link to your Instagram and then when people go to your Instagram they see that you have all the men and it's a cool thing. Got it. But, tip. Pro tip. Yeah. <laughs> Pro tip. <laughs> oh my gosh. Amazing. Oh shit. Only fans, great tips. I'm super honestly so supportive. What do what makes you happy. Do what makes you money. <laughs> like mm-hmm. hell yeah good for you. I support women doing whatever the fuck they want with their bodies hundred percent. So thank you. You thank do you. you girl. I like, it's yeah. across my mind. I'm like, maybe, maybe, maybe. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm on, I'm on the maybe stage. I'm kind of like the, it's, it's funny because one of my best friends does it too. And she's like, yo, everyone wants to do it. They're just scared. And I'm like, yeah, I guess it's all a little bit like scared in me too. <laughs> Cause it goes back totally. to like what you were saying at the beginning. It's like, Oh, who did I think I am? Or who I have this image to hold? Like, Oh, the girl driving white Jeep. Well, yeah. I'm like, Oh, I'm like this, this spiritual yogi that does like the moon circles and has the podcast. So it's just like, yeah. But like, I think another really big thing that I'm like, not realizing but like embodying right now is that you can be a lot of things all at once like you can be that spiritual person and be a sexual person and you know all of these things like you can have an OnlyFans and you can be like you know like it is it's not just one like you don't have to be just one type of person like you can be a lot of types of people you know <laughs> we are like you can be a lot of different things multi-dimensional beings is what we are I keep exactly saying, putting ourselves in boxes or society keeps putting us in boxes that we don't have to be in a box no and like my my only fans is like my like alter ego kind of like I have a different name on there and everything like I'm not the same like the person I am on only fans is not the person who goes to work Monday to Friday, like that's they're not the same people. Yeah. Like <laughs> they're so different. That's but cool. like I get to be like lots of different people, and like the person who goes to work Monday to Friday is also not the person that you see on like my Instagram. Like she's a totally different person too, and like she's like a lot more like spiritual and woo woo and like all about personal development and all that stuff. And like I don't show that side at work. Like it's like you know. Mm-hmm. We it's wear a, a different hat. A lot. 
Yeah, a lot of different things, and all of them are great, and all of them are allowed to be there all yeah. at once. And speaking of hats, you have another one <laughs> that you recently came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you took the yeah. hat off, or like, how do you say that? I don't know. <laughs> you took the hat off and did a bow, and now you are identifying as bisexual. Yes bisexual yeah for now I don't know maybe uh, fucking I don't know I mean I thought I was straight for fucking 23 years so (laughs) maybe that will change who the fuck knows honestly who knows this is the thing that I have with just like all of it like they're like the LGBTQ right am I saying all the letters community (laughs) (laughs) I love them Is there more? I, I don't know, right? Well, it's like a, there's so many different um, uh, words to just yeah. people or like uh, the pan and, and poly and I don't even know all of them. I'm not even going to say all of them. And then some people are like, well, that's really arrogant that you don't know all of them. But it's like, Duh. like, do we have to know all of them? It's like, you're a human being and hi. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I don't yeah. care. I don't care who you sleep with. Like, it doesn't matter to me in the slightest. You're, oh, your name's John? Okay, cool. Hey, nice to meet you. Oh, you like dudes and girls and, and transgender people? Like, cool. I don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, this thing with like, oh, we're uh, putting all these labels on us all the time. And it's like this, the, the LGBTQ is just leaving more labels to like disassociate us and keep us like so, more um, separated. And okay. I'm like, just, you know, <laughs> I like the term um, sexual because we're all souls and some are more attractive than others. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't matter if you have a penis or a vagina or both. <laughs> it's like what are they soul? Or none, whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's their soul like? Yeah, totally. I yeah, and you know, I don't even really like think of myself as like being like air quotes bisexual like that much. Like I I as I don't know like I can't even get words out whenever someone asks me I'm like yeah I guess but like I'm not like I'm bisexual you know like I'm just like I'm just me and like I like whoever I am attracted to I don't know like why does it have to be a label yeah like I don't know I just don't feel like I really identify with like the whole LGBTQ plus whatever the fuck like community because it's just like okay at that point it's just you're it's so many different things and you're including you're trying to include everyone it's like okay why don't we just use none of them Mm -hmm. like let's just use none (laughs) if we really want to be inclusive like let's just cut it out yeah let's just not let's just not use you know like you don't need to say you're straight you don't need to say you're bi you need to say you're whatever the hell like you just are you and like why do you have to explain yourself to people you know unless someone asks you like hey who who do you want to bang <laughs> yeah then you're like well hmm. i don't know it depends on the depends on the person right it's all Ma- male or female i'm cool with whatever but if you're like oh like i just want to bang men and then you just say okay sweet like why does it have to be a whole thing where it's like i'm straight i'm not 
Yeah. I don't know. That's a whole other podcast and a whole other topic. A whole thing. But yeah, anyway, I guess for now I will identify myself as being bi, whatever the fuck that means, honestly. (laughs) You you made a, I don't know when the post was made, a couple months ago, I guess. I don't even remember. Yeah, I think, I think. Yeah. I was a different person back then. I don't even remember five minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Two months ago feels like two years ago. So I don't even know. Oh my gosh. Yep. Quantum freaking for sure. Anyway, Um, it was a little bit ago, not too long ago. mm -hmm. And And people have been supportive and like you've been going on different dates. Like you said, are you, you're on dating apps. So is it like for both? Yeah, my preferences are for both. I honestly don't, I don't really spend time on dating apps. I just am on there just for pretty much only fans. But <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't really care to swipe through people. I just think it's kind of superficial. Not, yeah, it's just like kind of, I don't know. It's not really, it's not how I want to spend my time swiping through people, you know? Like, what? <laughs> I have things to do. Like, I can't. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel, how did this even come about? I don't even know. Like, people are like, well, how did you know? Like, when did you know? And I'm just like, I don't, there wasn't a specific, like, time where I was like, oh, like, I like girls too. It was kind of like a slow progression. Um. And now looking back on like my high school years and like stuff like that and like even like middle school and like into kind of like elementary, I now looking back like think about situations that happen or like people that I knew or whatever and I'm like now I'm like oh yeah like I I liked that girl or like I had a crush on that girl and I didn't know. Um, and it's just, it's so funny. I don't know. I just always thought that girls were also infatuated with girls the same that they were with guys. And I never really second guessed it or like thought anything of it. Like I was just like, oh yeah, everybody thinks about girls that way. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> no, no, they don't. That's so funny. They, they really don't. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, well, it was definitely after I'd ended my relationship. I feel like it was maybe like a month and a bit or two months after that. I was like actually on a dating profile, say for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> not for all the fans. Um, and just like gallivanting through as you do, you know, <laughs> um, just seeing what's out there, like just seeing if I know anyone or like what's going on. Um, and yeah, I just one day was like, what if I like, because I'm just, <laughs> this is going to sound like awful, but like I'm swiping through like all these men and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I don't want any of them. Like, nope, no, I don't like any of these guys. And then I'm like, what if I, what if I put it to girls too? And then I was like, okay like let's do it so I like changed it and I'm like swiping through and I'm like 
and, and it made me so uncomfortable. Like it, it was so interesting, like how I fought with my own like discomfort through this kind of progression of me, like, like coming into my sexuality and like embracing it and embodying like all of it. Um, cause it was not easy right away at all. Uh, I really resisted it a lot. Like I said before, I was very uncomfortable with other people's sexuality and like, you know, you know, when you meet someone and like, they're just, they just like exude sexual energy and they're just like a real, like there's just people who are just like ultra sexual mm-hmm. and that's just like how they are. Um, people like that would make me deeply uncomfortable and I never knew why until I realized that it was because I was so uncomfortable with my own sexuality and like they triggered me because of like my shit and yeah now looking back I'm like oh that makes a lot of sense (laughs) um but yeah that was like it was it was uncomfortable it was not easy um being like okay like let's change our fucking dating profile and like it seems like such a small thing but it's not when you've been thinking for 23 years that you're this one type of way and now you're like okay but what if I'm not or what if I'm also something else or what if I'm you know Mm -hmm. something different than what I thought about myself in my mind which is a common theme but Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you have to, again, like reassess your identity and who you are. And like, it's, uh, it's challenging. So yeah, I just switched it and was like, fuck it. Let's see what happens. Um, and yeah. And then I was kind of like, oh, uh, yep. I like girls. Yeah. That's what's what's happening here. And I went on a couple dates and stuff and yeah, it was like, okay, cool. Like, this is interesting. It feels like you're dating again for the first time ever. It's super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Super weird. Like, you feel like a little, a little girl, 15 year old virgin again. So <laughs> weird. But, 15 um, virgin. yeah. So, I'm that's been, that's been, that's been what's up. And it's been really, really cool actually and you know I have had like nothing but like love and support on that one (laughs) a lot more shit about OnlyFans than this (laughs) (laughs) as you should because at the end of the day again like it just shouldn't matter to people no and it really doesn't like seem to and I think that that's a lot because of the people I choose to like surround myself with in my life mm-hmm. and they've been like nothing but like amazing which like obviously but yeah so it's been it's been a fucking year to say no the least shit. yeah I honestly I just can't wait to see where the rest of this journey takes you and where you'll be in another two years 25 <laughs> oh my god Mid-20. still a still a baby still a baby at 25 yeah 
live it up though honestly like you change so much in your 20s too like me thinking back to when i was 25 to even just now oh god you changed <laughs> so much like it even think like i think it's like different lifetimes like do you remember like when you were like eight years old like doesn't that seem like a whole nother life like a different lifetime you were living multiple lives it's so like that's a past life <laughs> Totally. So, I agree. Um, I'm so proud of you for just like doing you and following your intuition and, you know, doing the hard shit. I mean, like, yo, I gotta, you know, take my ego back down a little bit and like get rid of my car. That must have been so hard for you because that's my dream car too is a Jeep and it's been on my vision board for a long time. But I've just like mm -hmm. I've recently I've been like, well why do I want it so bad? Like to have make people think that I'm like making a certain amount of money or like that I'm cool because I drive this or like why do I really want it, you know? And I told myself I ain't going to buy a jeep on like financing it like if i'm getting that jeep i'm paying fucking cash for it and it's a done deal and it's mine <laughs> so it's like yeah. and i'm like it, it was like on my 10-year goal and i made it almost 10 years ago and i'm like it's okay if i don't get it in 10 years like mm -hmm. just a fucking piece of of metal <laughs> or whatever literally like yeah it doesn't define who i am but um, no yeah and nothing i feel that nothing material should define who you are because at the end of the day if anything like what COVID taught me last year it's like yeah all of like none of this matters <laughs> we could I'm, we could die tomorrow. yeah we could die tomorrow we're not promised tomorrow and it's about how we make people feel and yeah that's it so I, what I learned is service to yourself is also equal to service to others so when you're serving yourself and doing what you love self-love you're also doing that for the collective so keep fucking mm -hmm. doing it Sista. out of you thank you thank you so much for having me it's been it's it's cool to do another episode so vastly different from <laughs> night and day difference literally Which, that's what it's all about that's why it's called the wild soul who's wild <laughs> that's a fucking that's a fitting fitting word is it's been wild wild it's been wild bailey love you namaste sister love you too namaste.